Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun, week-ending head of sport for Friday the 21st of January. Today, no Perry, no worries for the Aussie women's cricket team, and a pie is set to fly once more. But first... The Australian Open rolls on with Ash Barty, Alex Dimonor and surprise packets Chris O'Connell and Madeleine Inglis flying the flag into round three for the host nation. But yesterday was a day of goodbyes. I've done more than I ever thought was possible. I I mean, I (laughs) dreamed of winning a Grand Slam and, you know, doing close to the things I did so to do what I've uh, done as you know dreaming as a little kid I think is phenomenal so I couldn't have asked for any more. Sam Stozer said her final goodbye to the Australian Open after losing her second round match to number 10 seed Anastasia Pavlyuchenkova with the former US Open winner hanging up her racket after a decorated career but hers wasn't the only goodbye. Nick Kyrgios went down swinging in front of a raucous crowd against number two seed Daniel Medvedev losing in four sets. And while Kyrgios was as entertaining as ever during the loss... Oh, he made it! What a reflex! And he's doing a lap of honour! It was winner Medvedev who vented his frustration at what he considered to be disrespectful crowd behaviour towards him during the match and towards on-court interviewer and former Australian Open winner Jim Courier in the post-match interview. I think they're saying Sue, which is a soccer thing, a football thing. Sorry, I can't hear you. I'll try it again. Guys, I can't hear him, please. uh, uh, Show some respect for Jim Courier. He won't hear you guys. Thank you. Let him speak, please, guys. If you respect somebody, at least respect Jim Courier. So while we bid farewell to Sam and Nick, one person in the tennis world is steadfastly refusing to say goodbye. Have you or will you consider resigning? No. Tennis Australia boss and Australian Open tournament director and the man many hold responsible for the whole Novak Djokovic kerfuffle, Craig Tiley has spoken publicly for the first time on the issue that hung over the tournament's lead-up. But as you can hear, he wasn't exactly an open book on the matter. Did you or Tennis Australia do anything outside those guidelines provided to you? regarding Novak Djokovic? Yeah, well, we've already addressed those questions and really now today we're just focusing on delivering day four um, and delivering a great event. Answer my question! Was Tennis Australia provided conflicting information regarding Novak? Yes, yes similarly, we've, uh, we've addressed that and uh, we're moving on. We're focusing on, on the event. Despite Tyler's fancy footwork to avoid direct questioning about the Novak issue while speaking to host broadcaster Channel 9, there was one question he was pretty keen to answer. There have been reports that Tennis Australia is funding Novak Djokovic's legal and also travel expenses. Is it correct? Yeah, I have seen those uh, re- reports today and, uh, and uh, we don't really go into the detail of any financial arrangements that we have with the players, but those reports are simply untrue. There's no cash here. Here, there's no cash, all right? Cash, no. Robbo? No cash. <laughs> I tell you what, Aussie women's national cricket coach Matthew Mott has got some set of cojones on him. First off, he leaves the world's number one T20 batter Beth Mooney with a broken jaw after a miscued throwdown during a net session. And then he has the audacity to not pick Elise Perry, the greatest female cricketer in the history of cricket, for the opening match of the multi-format Ashes series against England. Gutsiest move I ever saw. Matt is just bloody lucky that A, all England teams are apparently really bad at cricket at the moment, and B, he didn't hit Talia McGraw with a wayward throwdown. Sounded good. 
is good. First six of the innings for Australia. McGrath starred with the bat, belting 91 runs from 49 deliveries as Australia easily chased down England's total with three overs to spare, scoring a nine-wicket victory in the process. The second T20 match of the series takes place tomorrow at the Adelaide Oval. For the past three months, Collingwood Magpies superstar Jordan Ngoi has had his wings clipped. You can't keep me cooped up in here, okay? I am a peacock! You gotta let me fly! Ngoi was stood down by the Pies after he was arrested and charged with assault after an altercation in a New York bar in October last year. On Wednesday this week, Ngoi fronted a US court via video link in Melbourne where he pled guilty to a downgraded charge of second-degree harassment after a plea deal was reached with the prosecution. You should just shut up and take the deal. Off the back of his downgraded charges, Collingwood released a statement late yesterday declaring that the club has reinstated Degoe to its AFL program under certain conditions, one of which is a commitment to permanent part-time work with the Salvation Army. Degoe is expected to return to training today. And that is your fast, fun, week-ending hit of sport. Enjoy your weekend, and I'll catch you Monday for another edition of The Scorecard. Listener.